So uh, uh, I would like to welcome Dr. R. Nagaswamy. Dr. R. Nagaswamy is a world-renowned expert in the field of art, including archaeology, museums, temple culture, history, epigraphy, numismatics, music, dance, public affairs, ancient law and society, literature and education, and has earned international distinction in art and culture. He has appeared as expert witness in many high-profile cases, most spectacularly in the following two cases. He was an expert witness in the London High Court on behalf of the government of India, and it was his testimony which helped bring back the Nataraja back to Tamil Nadu, India. He was also expert witness in the Allahabad court. Lucknow branch in the Rama Janmabhumi or Babri Masjid demolition case, deposing for a full 26 days before the court to confirm the existence of a temple beneath the mosque based on the evacuation undertaken by the Archaeological Survey of India. An archaeologist by profession, he retired as a director of archaeology, government of Tamil Nadu. He has also established an institute of epigraphy to train students in epigraphy and archaeology. He has been bestowed with many awards, fellowships and titles, notably among them the title of Kalei Mamani, bestowed on him by the government of Tamil Nadu under the chief mentorship of late Selvi J. Jayalalitha. Dr. Nagaswamy has completed his master's in Sanskrit from Madras University and has PhD from Deccan College, Pune. He has published 54 books and produced 13 dance Deccan uh, dramas apart from conducting excavations in 10 historic cities as part of his archaeological work. Dr. Nagaswamy has been appointed as honorary faculty member of Arsha Vidya Gurukulam by Pooja Sri Dayanand Saraswati Swamigal and awarded the title Vidya Seva Ratan by Sri Kanchi Kamakoti Pithadipati Sri Jayendra Saraswati Swamigal. So without further delay, I would like to welcome Dr. R. Nagaswami. Mr. Chairman oh. <laughs> and friends, uh, <coughs> I, I will uh, give a few important points about this uh, conflict between Buddhism and Jain, uh, Buddhism and Hinduism, and then show you some slides. Uh, hopefully, it will be useful in understanding. Uh, I think this concept of conflict between Buddhism and Hinduism itself is uh, uh, wrong. Um, in Indian context and Indian uh, religious system, we have adoration of multiplicity of God. There is no need that I should have only one God. I, I, I adore and worship uh, different gods at different period. Uh, Sivaratri, Siva and uh, Ashtami, we worship uh, Vishnu, Durga, all, all this. So, it's possible for us to worship different gods with the same devotion uh, without any conflict. But we glorify one god at one particular time contextually and all other gods come as uh, uh, what you call secondary deities. In great temples if you go you have main god in the sanctum and there are several circles of secondary gods going around it. They are called Avaranas, Avarana Devatas. So, I think in the Western mind, 
they can't understand that uh, we can have uh, we can worship uh, shiva and also vishnu and uh, uh, buddha so uh, i think uh, fundamental i think mr polak has not uh, understood the problem uh, and uh, he is not the only person there are others also who speak of uh, buddhism and uh, hinduism uh, are mutually opposed uh, i will give you another example uh, uh, there is shaivism and also there is a vaishnavism Uh, in Shaivism, uh, they adore Shiva, and uh, Vaishnavism, they adore Vishnu. That does not mean that these two are fighting each other, and that they are different uh, religion. We we hold both of them is Hindu religion. Similarly, we worship Shiva and Durga. One is uh, male, and another is female deity, female goddess. not they are not separate we still call them as hindu gods similarly if you know that uh, buddhism was part of hinduism and hinduism was part of buddhism so there is no difference in historical context from epigraphical context and also from philosophical context so to talk of uh, these uh, differences is uh, only uh, exhibiting ignorance of uh, fundamentals of hindu system indian system if you don't want to call it hindu system all right you call it indian system we have no ob- objection at all no problem but it is part then how do you justify that it is part when you have so many differences in philosophy and so yes philosophies are different contextually we speak about it um uh, for example we have our uh, friend respected scholar uh, romilla taper she writes in her book on the history of india ancient history of india that uh, she says uh, ashoka ashoka preached buddhism and uh, then she says it was his, he introduced dharma as a political theory uh, and then she says that uh, this um, uh, he was anti brahmin and so on but look at what he himself has written ashoka has written on rock ashoka has written on pillars pillar edict rock edict stone edict you look at it what he says there is no antagonism anywhere anywhere ashoka telling that uh, i am anti brahmin or anti brahminism on the other hand you see that wherever he had been even to when he went to vaishali and other places he says that i went adored brahmanas gave them um, gifts and then he went on to worship uh, buddha so in many of his uh, these things uh, worship of brahmana especially mentioned in one bammana and tera should be worship adored and gift should be made so there is no question of ashoka anti brahmanism 
Having said all that, that he is anti, I think they were a tank. Though he is friendly with Brahmana, I think they, they were different. That's what she writes in her book. I don't think that it is historically correct, factually correct, and it's, it's not to be accepted. We cannot project. Unfortunately, we have been projecting it in the school. Millions of our children are indoctrinated telling that these people are different and they are fighting and so on. Now, <clears throat> wherever you have doubt, Asoka says, wherever you have doubt, go to the Brahmanas, holy Brahmanas. Yatate this, this is a Upanishadic statement which he actually repeats. Asoka repeats it as it is. You follow them. And that they are the holy Brahmanas. He says, it's a holy Brahmanas. Whatever they do, they will do honestly, sincerely. And if you have doubt about dharma, what I have to follow, you go and follow them. That's what he says. So it is there. You can go and verify Asoka's inscriptions. And this is what he says. So there is no question in the time of, even in Dhammapada, you have references to Buddha referring to Brahmanas. So Brahmanas were not anti anybody. They were, uh, they were adoration of what you call Samadarsana. Suni Chaiva, Supakecha, Panditaha, Samadarsinaha. This is the statement of Krishna in uh, what you call his Bhagavad Gita. Then, friends, from historically uh, point of, historical point of view, I can tell you that in Tamil Nadu, there is a famous place called Mahabalipuram. And there you have got an excavated cave temple for Durga. And in that temple, there is an inscription on the lintel in Pallava Grantha characters of 8th century AD. And that gives, that is a temple dedicated to Vishnu as Varaha. There, that inscription reads, Matsya Kurma Varahascha. Matsya Kurma Varahascha. Narasimmascha Vamanaha. Narasimmascha Vamanaha. Ramo Ramascha Ramascha. Please note, Ramo Ramascha Ramascha. One is Parasurama, one is another is Balrama, and another is Kodandarama. Ramo Ramascha Ramascha Buddha Kalki Dasasmrita. Ten avatars are listed in the 8th century, in an inscription where the 10 avatars are mentioned, thereafter three Ramas, it mentions Buddha Kalki Dasasmita. Buddha is part of the avatars of uh, uh, Vishnu, Dasa avatars of Vishnu. Similarly, then what happened to Krishna? You have ten avatar. In this ten avatar, Krishna is not mentioned, 
what happened to it is he not one of the avatars of vishnu important avatars of vishnu vishnu uh, krishna is always considered as vasudeva is parabrahma he is the embodiment of all these ten avatars so he is uh, 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 akmi of all these ten avatars now how do you know that you go to the national museum here there are several images of vishnu and they are all very big obviously they are in the garbhagraha under worship adored and there are uh, on the prabhavali all the dasa avatars are portrayed number of uh, medieval medieval sculptures 10th century 11th century 12th century please go and see have a look at it open your eyes and see and in dasa avatara again what you see is machakurma varahacha narasimhascha vavana ramo ramascha ramascha buddha kalki dasasmita so it is not confined to only tamil nadu it's confined uh, to no 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 one singular area you have from gujarat area to middle middle india gangetically you go to what you call palas and sena sculptures wherever the central figure is vasudeva also called paravasudeva and then you have this 10 avatars portrait where you have always buddha worship that means the hindus who were worshiping vishnu in the temple they were worshiping him as god supreme god and so also in buddha charita atsagosha when he speaks of buddha's birth he says he looks like the very surya on earth so in another place we get references to him as narayana buddha is called narayana so it is a syncretic religion and even in some parts of northern parts of india they do this sankalpa when they do the sankalpa they always say bauddha avatare this this is you know manu vaiveshvata manvantare and so on then they say bauddha avatare so the hindus worship buddha as part and parcel of uh, avatar of vishnu and so is part of hinduism no where we see uh, difference uh, come to buddhism when you come to buddhism you have a great text you know all the all the uh, what you call uh, uh, theravada and mahayana in all the mahayana you have so many deities are worshiped you go to the most important uh, buddhist uh, country is sri lanka in colombo you have a big buddha chaitya big one it's called ganga rama you go there as you enter 8 feet big narayana sculpture is there narayana painting is there and then by the side is sri lakshmi it is a theravada country and the temple we are going is a buddha chaitya but what you see is narayana so buddhists also they worship vishnu as part of their religion there is no question of isolating him
Similarly, we have one important text called Nishpanna Yogavali. This is a 10th, 11th century text by one Abhayagara Pandita, great man. He has given 21 chakras of Buddha, Buddhist deities, to be worshipped. In all the 21 chakras, you see on the top, Buddha will be there. It is something like a Meru. And then you have number of circles of devatas portrayed where he mentions Ganesha, Kartikeya, Durga, and Saptamatas, and then Vishnu, Shiva, Brahma, and so on. Then, and the other last one, uh, what you call Indra, Varuna, Yama, Nirriti, Vayu, Kubera, Isama. All these Dig Devatas are also given. All that you have to do is you change the uh, uh, place of all these secondary deities. One is in the east and in another one is in the south or something like that. It becomes a different chakra. So 21 different chakras are actually, it is a Buddhist text. Nishpanna Yogavali is a Buddhist text ascribed to 10th, 11th century, probably in Gujarat region or Rajasthan. Now, once you understand it, now there is a sculpture in the Indian Museum at Calcutta. There, Buddha is in Parinirvana pose, sleeping. And in the above, there is a stupa indicating symbolically that it is his. Uh, Parinirvana. Now, in the, in, the, in the pedestal, you have got one circle of Kartikeya and Ganesha. Then another circle, the Dig Devatas, Indra, Varuna, and so on. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, if you understand this, you can understand Southeast Asian countries. If you go to Thailand, Cambodia, and um, other places, they are all Buddhist countries. But you have lingas, Chaturmukha lingas, where you have Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, and Buddha. The fourth phase is Buddha. So there are many, play, many, many images where the kings died. They were all uh, Buddhist. For them, memorial object worship is Sivalinga. There's one Brahmana, and then I'll show you a few slides only. On, on one Brahmana, 6th, 7th century, and there is an inscription which says, is Veda Vedanga Tattagnyaha, Sanskrit inscription in Cambodia. Veda Vedanga Tattagnyaha. And what is he? He was also an expert in Saugata Tantras. He himself is a master of Buddhist Shastras. And he was appointed as the minister of this. So, and then Thailand, I need not tell you about. It's virtually Buddhist. He is an expert on Thailand, Thai art and Thai culture. And you see, he goes to the Buddha. First, he goes to the Hindu temple, Brahman temple. And then he goes to the Buddhist temple, the king. 
And so that I'll show you a few of them with his permission, and then we go. Now this is the temple, Brahman temple, uh, Vishnu. <coughs> it is in, in, in the center of uh, Bangkok. So the king, in December, when he uh, had the swing, swing festival, he has organized a swing festival where Tamil hymns are sung, and this is the one he goes there and he worships. And this is the string. This is a Hindu tradition. And now, of course, they, they have stopped it because some fellow fell down from 80 feet high, and so they have stopped it. Otherwise, they were doing it. Next one, please. Look at this. This is a golden swan in the Brahman temple. This is for the Brahma, worshipping God Brahma, the creator. It is still there under worship. Next. Look, you can see Brahma himself. Next. And then this is Shiva. Shiva, Vishnu, and then you have uh, Brahma, and also there is a Linga there. And then there is the image of Rama. They worship Rama because they consider themselves as embodiment of Rama. And they were in that uh, Ayodhya. Now, this also is a Brahman temple. Next. See, this is the manuscript. They gave me special permission to uh, photograph it. And this contains 30 bundles, not one. There is then, in this, you have the first Vastadevata Puja, and then Hanumat Puja, and then there are a lot of uh, stotras, Hindu gods and goddesses, and then the Tamil version. And they read it even now during December. It's all Hindu concept. Who is worshipping it? The king of Thailand. Who is he? He is a Buddhist. And the Brahmana who consecrate him has got Vamadeva Muni, Tatpurusha Muni, and so on. Next one, please. Look at that. This is in early, uh, what you call, uh, Thai script, they say, and some people say this is a 14th century Khmer script of the Cambodia, which from where they brought this one. Next one, please. Now, this is a part of the palace. Next one. We are entering now, but next to this Brahman temple, you have this. Look at this. If you, no, it's not going to Don't worry. It's all right. Only one or two more. Look at this. Golden Buddha. This is where he goes. After worshipping the Hindu temple, he goes here. And see, all of them are golden Buddhas. So there is no difference between Buddhism and Hinduism or Indian system. Next. Next. Pada, Sri Pada. Worship of Sri Pada is common to both Hindus, both Indian and... Uh, okay. So look at that. I shall stop it here because you will feel very uncomfortable. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, this, this goes on. I just wanted to show you that also in Cambodia, also in other parts, you have Bhairava. Bhairava Murti worshipped. So, Hinduism and Buddhism were part and parcel of one philosophical thought and one uh, religious thought. And this is very well illustrated when you go to Nepal, where you get all of them. So friends, 
Pollack, what is it called? Sheldon, Sheldon, Sheldon Pollack, and uh, our friend. Um, she is a good writer, Ramila Thapar. But they all have projected wrongly the Indian system, and uh, we have to take the story of truth, fact, to our children, school children, millions of children. Don't indoctrinate them. That's what is being done. To help me, you can do two things. You can go to the subscribe button on my YouTube and subscribe. We need more subscribers there. Uh, secondly, I get lots of emails on people saying, how do we donate? How can we help you? Uh, you go to rajimalhotra.com or you go to infinityfoundation.com and you can hit the donate button. You can donate in dollars. There are different ways mentioned. If you want to donate in rupees, there is a column called uh, Infinity Foundation India and you click that and there are instructions on how you can donate in India.